सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यंकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मेषावै In the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita, it is Arjuna Vishada Yoga. Whenever we talk about misery, it can never be considered as good thing. But as in Bhagavatam it says in the seventh canto, Kenapi Bhavena Manaha Krishne Niveshayet. It does not matter what kind of emotion that you evoke in your heart, whatever takes us to connect to that divinity. <clears throat> and for Arjuna, that connection happened through Vishada. Vishada often connects the individual to Roga. But in Arjuna's case, it connected him to Yoga. What was the difference? He was not crying for the material. He was not crying in the material world. But instead, he was crying in front of the Lord to be away from that material. So his Vishada turned into a blessing of a Yoga. In that Vishada, if you observe, Bhagavan is a very good listener. Many of us, you know, when somebody is in severe grief, sadness, at that moment we don't need to speak Vedanta or philosophy. We just need to be that firm shoulder wherein the person who is in that sadness or grief can find the confidence and a shoulder to cry upon. At that time, you know, when, when I go to some places, I say, Swamiji, kuch boliye. This is not a platform for some kind of a pravachan. This is a time of consoling wherein you know, it is their time to find a closure and find uh, to come term, to come to terms with their grief. And we find that in Bhagavan Krishna that he does not utter a single word but allow Arjuna to express his grief. He does not stop him, he does not advise him, he does not block him from expressing. He, uh, in fact, 
encourages him to speak his heart out. And then in the second chapter, after he gets the shock treatment, Arjuna gets the shock treatment. Klaibhyam maas magamah partha naitatvai yupapadyate. This doesn't behove you, your personality. Grow up. Arjuna reacts. And he says, Guruna hatvahi mahanubhavan shreyo bhoktum bhaiksham apiha loke. And he calls, he addresses Bhagwan as Janardana. Va Bhagwan, you are awesome. Arisudana and Janardana. You get a title of killing your enemies. You get a title of Madhusudana, somebody who has killed Madhu and Kaitava. And now you want me to fight my gurus so that I earn a title of Gurusudana? Okay, consider that I have surrendered to you. You think that you have some great advice. Try educating me. Somebody who is asleep, you can wake them up. Somebody who is not paying attention, you can grab their attention. But somebody who is pretending to sleep, try, you cannot wake them up. When children get, you know, ticked off or whatever and say, I'm not going to speak to anyone, I'm going to sleep. And they go and pull over the, uh, and, uh, and you try it a bit, uh, get up, come eat something. <clears throat> Somebody pretending to sleep, it's cute when in that age. <coughs> you can mess around with them. The one house where this kid was throwing this tantrum. I was watching it live. I don't get that kind of opportunity to watch this colossal, abundant uh, cuteness. So I, I said, this is my time to have fun. So I said, you know, I, just, I started speaking to that mom. I said, mom, do you know that if somebody is really, really asleep, their left foot starts shaking? <laughs> and you could see under that uh, blanket, you know, there was some kind of a pause, you could see that. You could feel that. And suddenly he starts shaking his left foot. If somebody really is like, you know, Arjuna's mindset wherein he says, try change me. Shadhi maantvam prapanna. I surrender to you. Go. Now try change me. And many orthodox, uh, you know, interpretations, uh, you know, highlight that particular shloka and say, here is where Arjuna surrendered. I would rather defer because when you go to the 11th chapter, in the 11th chapter is the Vishwarupa Darshan. In that Vishwarupa, 
suddenly he realizes that whom he considered as his friend that whom he considered as his uh, relative is this paramatma himself and when that dawns upon him he confesses in that 11th chapter he says sakheti matva prasabham yaduktam he krishna he yadava he sakheti ajanata mahimanam tava idam i did not realize that he krishna that you are this bhagwan himself sakheti matva i thought you are my bff sakheti you know my best friend and i called you all kinds of names hey krishna are krishna now imagine you know paramatma standing there you will not dare to say are you know aja you will be like at his feet hey krishna not just that hey yadava now within the kshatriyas there are different gradations yadava is kind of a lower kshatriya and sometimes it seems arjuna to just you know poke fun at bhagwan krishna he might have called him i am a kshatriya true royal blood you are a yadava hey krishna hey yadava and not just calling you names but i have done lot of things which i shouldn't be doing to that paramatma <clears throat> which is you you know while eating or while sleeping or you know when you have these best friends sometimes you poke these fun and you know you have tea but you know you have another cup of uh, white looking powder but it may not be sugar just to get even at them it may be salt it happened in our uh, you know california yup course somebody thought it was the bottle of salt and emptied the entire packet of salt in and uh, that day guruji was also there and they made kheer but then before that kheer could be given with the same batch of sugar they had made tea for us <laughs> and the tea was of course you know what the only place that i have tasted salty tea is in uh, ladakh and uh, tibet and on way to kailash they have that yak milk uh, butter tea only once i had it i couldn't it was an interesting experience and this tea is where did you bring this oh that is sugar so he ran and said amma did you use that sugar to make kheer otherwise it will be you know guruji is going to be served and they had to make a second batch all over again so this was by mistake but arjuna must have done that mistake i mean that by you know just to pull 
प्रैंक भगवान कृष्ण और समटाइम्स वी मे हैव ऑफर्ड अ सीट वी डू दैट काइंड ऑफ प्रैंक्स राइट है बैठो एंड देन यू जस्ट पुल इट अवे भगवान आई हैव डन ऑल काइंड ऑफ मिस्चिफ विथ यू प्लीज फॉरगिव मी एंड देन नमो नमः सहस्र कृत्वा देन विथ हिज ट्रू इंटेंशन ही प्रॉस्ट्रेट्स एंड सरेंडर्स हिमसेल्फ इन इलेवेंथ चैप्टर बिटवीन द सेकेंड चैप्टर एंड इलेवेंथ चैप्टर द ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन हैपन्स दैट द ट्रू सरेंडर हैपन्स एंड टू सच अ सरेंडर्ड वन The twelfth chapter was given. What is the twelfth chapter? Bhakti Yoga. That is when it truly sets in. That once you surrender, what flows out is bhakti. Here it was a mocking gesture. And after listening to the entire second chapter, we see the same kind of tone. in the third chapter and this third chapter elaborates on the karmanyeva adhikarasle that we had seen in yesterday's introduction so what is the tone that arjuna is addressing bhagwan krishna so please try repeating after me arjuna uvacha jayasi chet karmanaste मता बुद्धिर्जनादना तत्कर्मणि घोरे मोजयसि केशव व्याणेवाक्यन अर्जुन उवाच हाउवर कन्फ्यूज ही वॉज ही वॉज नॉट ए प्रिटेन्शियस पर्सन therefore his name was arjuna back in those days the guna of that vyakti the quality of that individual <coughs> determined the name aakarshate anena sahaja rupena iti krishna the one who was so attractive That even a person who had come to kill him fell in love with him. Puta na? Aakarshate, the one who attracts. You see, that's the reason he was called Krishna. Arjuna, Arjavat Arjuna, the one who is non-crooked, straightforward. There is no pretentious nature. What you see is what you get. 
and such non pretentious individual thus spoke and sometimes he appears very harsh in his language so the name and the swabhava match see if somebody's name is meenakshi and is cross eyed it doesn't match and sometimes we go with this fashionable naming ceremony that the meaning is lost like for example i am sorry if there is any ravi kumar here because that is the example i am going to pick are there anybody i can change even that example okay good ravi means bhagwan sant kumar his child ravi kumar so who is ravi's son there are two sons yama and shani you decide who is your son in dallas there was a balavihar kid we had to rename him seriously we collectively decided that the father did a mistake and we changed his name officially his name was timir patel timir means ignorance agnana i said why would you name your son timir oh i thought it was looking something fashionable and uh, it was new <laughs> nobody ever had this name i said yeah there is a reason why they would never had that name <laughs> see the nama and the swabhava should match see as soon as i got my sanyasa many people asked what is the meaning of your name sarveshananda why how are you named that i said that, that there may be two reasons reason one is you already have that guna therefore this nama represents that or at least when people are calling you ananda put a smile on your face reach to that guna but in arjuna's case the swabhava was non pretentious straightforward uncrooked nature so such arjuna you know he speaks his mind out what does he have to say he says jayasi chet karmanaha te mata buddhir janardana in your opinion mata the karma seems to be greater than the buddhi yoga but then as you are concluding in your second chapter you know, the last 18 shlokas in the beginning you started saying that karma is good karma is to be performed 
But as you are winding off in the 18, in the last 18 shlokas of second chapter, you almost impressed me by saying that buddhi is greater than karma. The jnana is greater than karma. Then. Tatkim. Then. Why are you forcing me? See, how does he, how is he looking his own responsibility? Karmani ghoremam. This terrible act of the war, why are you forcing me into it? See, whenever we look at our responsibilities, what do we do? We try to disown them as soon as possible. Try to isolate ourselves away from it. See, at home, you say, you call some, you know, whoever was there near the kitchen and say, hey, take the trash out. And what does that child say? Why do you always ask me to do it? Why don't you ask the other fellow to do it? I did it last time. The moment you see a responsibility, right from that age to this age, we postpone, avoid, And in the cubicle politics, it is done in a very uh, sophisticated manner. They call it the art of delegation. <laughs> so much is the resistance towards responsibility that the moment we see that responsibility in our native languages, we almost interpret it. You know, the, the word responsibility, but the interpretation, understanding up here is different. Like in Hindi, Kaam. Kaam is almost followed synonymously by Boj. How many of you speak Telugu? Badhyata is followed by Baru, the heaviness, Kaam ka boj. We see it as a burden. I mean, it is your own life, it is your own experience, it is your own responsibility. How can that be a burden? And many times we also know that we are responsible for it. We are the cause for it. Once after, after Balavihar, this mother was getting frustrated with her own son. And uh, she snapped at him and, uh, and I was there watching that fun. She snapped at him and uh, in that utter frustration, she yelled out something. She said, I couldn't stop myself. Hey, you better know. I don't know where where, where did you where were you born out of? Genetic defect.
it is your own responsibility. You can't run away from it. And we have learned this sophistication of uh, handling our responsibilities or mishandling our responsibilities that we often hear people say this sentences or use this, you know, they say, I think I work good under pressure. Nonsense. You have been avoiding it and suddenly the pressure has built up that you cannot avoid it anymore and you ended up having to do it. If under pressure your result is this X amount with a calm mindset, your product, your output should have been X times some exponential amount. And then we cop out saying that, oh, under pressure I seem to be giving out my best. <laughs> Nonsense. And that is how we react when we see the responsibility. And Arjuna was no different. He sees his responsibility as a ghora karma, terrible act. Tatkim karmani ghore maam. Niyo keshava, why are you forcing me into it? Niyojana means scheming me into this terrible act. Bhagavan Krishna must have been, you know, widened eyes. It is your responsibility. How am I responsible in forcing you to do it? Did you forget that it was your own elder brother who lost everything? Did I force him to lose it? And while he was betting all that, you kept quiet? You didn't even challenge him? Did I force you to do it? Did I force you to keep quiet? And all this is a result of those actions. And then suddenly he is now blaming Lord. Isn't this what we do? I don't know why these things happen to me. <laughs> Look into the mirror. You will see the reason. There is not a single experience that we go through for which we are not responsible directly. And suddenly we start playing the blame game. Why me? There are three stages of this pathetic expression. Why me? Why me always? Why me always only? I understand the first two. The third one is, I, I can't fathom that. It's a very sadistic uh, mindset. Why me? Okay, why am I going through this? It's painful. Why me always? Because you're dumb. What else? See, you're hitting into the wall every time that you want to go out. It's a wall. There's a door. No, no, no. I'll now renewed inspiration. I'll, hit, I'll jump into it. Where will you reach? Why, all, why me always? I can understand these two. The third one is, why me always only? Meaning, if there was somebody, if I'm getting whipped, and along with me there are ten others getting whipped, I'm okay with it. <laughs> then I don't have a question, why me, why me always, why me always only? There are others also. 
it was Arjuna and his brothers who are the direct cause of why they were in this situation. And he says that he is scheming him to be in that position. Niyojayasi Keshava. And then look at the audacity of this Arjuna. What is he saying in the very next sentence? Vyamishredeva Vakyena Buddhim Mohayasivame. Bhagwan, uh, hey Krishna, not Bhagwan here. Hey Krishna, I don't think I am the one who is confused. Vyamishredeva, mixed thoughts, ideas, non clear thought is yours. And you are trying to confuse me. Vyamishreneva Vakyena, Buddhim Mohayasi Ivame. You are trying to confuse me. I am very clear. I don't want to be in this war. You are forcing me to be in this war. And many people read this and they, they, we have you know wrong placement of our sympathies sometimes. And we think we are being very compassionate. I can, I can feel for Arjuna here, you know. I, I, I can see very clearly why. <laughs> and then he says, now you decide whether it is the path of Jnana or the path of Karma, what is important? Tadekam vadanishchitya yena shreyaha aham apnuyam Whatever is the shreyaskara and typically, <clears throat> when we listen to Vedantic lectures, in Hindi there is a usage, lat lag jati hai. We get habituated. Not that the Vedantic uh, concepts change our conviction and change our lifestyle, but we become professional satsangis. And what is a professional satsangi? Any speaker coming. Please. I have heard this Swamiji, I have heard that Swamiji, but I am me. Try. Challenge. Try change me. I have heard Gurudev also. Like, I, I, I accept the defeat. <laughs> you have heard Gurudev and you are still like this. I am not going to take up that challenge. What is a professional sadhya? We change the vocabulary. Earlier we would have said my bad luck. Now we say my prarabdha. Earlier we would have said, I am feeling so demotivated. Now we say, my purushartha. <laughs> and then listening to these coined words in between. Devil quoting scriptures. He is also, Shreya apnuyam. 
you must have also gone through gurukula he definitely went through gurukula under dronacharya in that gurukula they must have been taught these upanishads and he must have definitely gone through the kathopanishad also shreyascha prayascha i don't want prayer shreyah eva give me that absolute path of good for me and bhagwan has lot of patience <laughs> If I were there and Arjuna was there, I would have given him one tight and said, Bevukuf Karja. He said, what do you think I said in uh, last 72 shlokas? The entire second chapter. Not Shreyas? I used to get a lot of irritation earlier. after giving satsang you know when people take us home to bhiksha and other things and before they get uh, arrange everything uh, out of simplicity or whatever you call it eh? swami ji ab kuch acha boliye swami ji say something nice now i should get irritated eh? you know i just spoke bark for about one and a half hours and that was not acha and now you want me to say something else now i have tempered down quite a bit i should like throw a remote at them and i said i am not your entertainment turn some tv on shreya now give me only shreyas Bhagwan has lot of patience. He, he he has spoken the entire Vedantic concepts in those seventy-two shlokas. He identifies where exactly is the flaw in Arjuna's understanding, and therefore he starts answering Arjuna directly. He says. श्री भगवाच लोकेस्विधाष्ठा प्रोक्ता मैया नघ ज्ञानयोगेन सांख्या कर्मयोगेन हे अर्जुन गुड दट यू आस्क दिस क्वेश्चन लोकेस्विधा निष्ठा देर आर टू डिस्टिंक्ट पार्ट्स पुरा प्रोक्ता मयान एंड आई हैव एलॉबरेटेड ऑन दिस राइट इन द बिगिनिंग वेन ही टेक्स भगवान टू टास्क इन फोर्थ चैप्टर कम ऑन यू हैव बीन टेलिंग मी द पुरा 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 आई नो दैट यू आर टू इयर्स ओल्डर देन मी how could you have given this to somebody else then and that becomes the basis for yada yada hi dharmasya 
परित्राणाय साधूनाम सो इज बिल्डिंग दैट ऑफ हियर ऑल्सो पूरा अर्जुन अनदर एफ वाई आई डिटेल डी यू नो ऑन द बैटल फील्ड हाउ ओल्ड वॉज भगवान कृष्ण गुड गेस अनदर अनदर चांस यस ओके लेट मी गिव यू दी कैलक्युलेशन वेन भगवान कृष्ण फिनिश्ड हिज लीला वेन द एरो हिट हिम ही वॉज हंड्रेड एंड ट्वेंटी फाइव इयर्स ओल्ड एंड दैट हैपेंड थर्टी सिक्स इयर्स आफ्टर दी महाभारत वॉर सिंपल कैलक्युलेशन so how old was he 89 yudhishthira and bhima were older than krishna nakula sahadeva and arjuna they were younger than krishna one one year so how old was arjuna b r chopra spoiled the imagination <laughs> like you know they were so prime youthful बुढ़े दे बुढ़े ही वाज एटी एट एम एन इसे पूरा आये अर्जुन मस्ता वाइड एंड आये लाइक आई नो यू आर ओनली वन इयर ओल्डर देन मी आई हैव गिवन दिस इन द एंशिएंट पास्ट व्हाट हैव यू गिवन द रीजन आई एम मेंशनिंग दिस इज व्हाटेवर भगवान इज सेइंग Arjuna is viewing it with his skepticism. There is no immediate trust in the words, which is how mostly we also start. We we stand there with skepticism, like you know, really, this Bhagavad Gita does it work? Let me try. And Swamiji, I have asked this question to lot of people. I am asking you also. skeptical mindset meaning i am in love with my question i don't care what you answer i will not get satisfied <laughs> you can see that mindset right there arjuna is also like that okay what are the two paths gnana yogena sankhyanam karma yogena yoginam in the avatara of kapila mahamuni i have given this knowledge to devahuti who was my mother then and that knowledge is called sankhya yoga jnana yogena sankhyanam karma yogena yogina for various karma yogis this knowledge was given when the past <coughs> Now this knowledge of sankhya and karma yoga, they are different in their approach. True, what you are saying that you know the karma and jnana, jnana seems to be uttama. Karma, you have to do a lot of effort, and I have spoken about this extensively earlier. 
let me recant all those and try explaining it to you in this situation and then he takes the concept and he says nakar mana manarambhat naishkarmyam purushoshnute Nacha sanyasana deva Siddhim samadhi gachati Nakarmana anarambhat Naishkarmyam purushaha ashnute By not performing one's responsibilities by not executing them, one does not reach to Naishkarmya Siddhi. What are you doing? Oh, I have renounced. You know, for renouncing, you need to have had something to renounce first. You haven't even started. You are not qualified to even renounce. Karmana Anarambhat. Having performed the action, then you have to give up. Without even taking that responsibility and executing and fulfilling your responsibility, talking of Naishkarmya Siddhi, that you know, I have given up everything. You can give up only that which you have. Now, if, you know, when we do fundraisers, I said, please give funds and then you dutifully raise your hand, take your neighbor's purse or wallet and then take out the check and then say, take. Can you do that? Unless that neighbor is your father or mother. I donate on their behalf. You should own, you should have it before you can give it up. Without having taken that responsibility, what are you talking of giving up? Nacha sanyasanat eva siddhim samadhik achati. By not taking up that responsibility and fulfilling it, you cannot call it as naishkarmya siddhi. Oh, I have reached the equipoise. It's like somebody saying <coughs> that I am a very good driver in the parking lot. <laughs> the title of a good driver is given when you drive in the most complicated roads. In Dallas, we have this toll road called Dallas North Tollway. The speed limit is 75. People drive at 90. And if somebody is going at 80, they will give them the nasty look. And when you drive there, 
you know texas is a country of its own its own mindset there is no traffic signals or you know lane changing signals the size of the vehicle uh, ascertains who runs the or who demands the or commands the authority on that strip of road and everybody has a pickup so you see that pickup and then the weight is swaying you have to guess oh this fellow may be leaning in towards this lane i have to give him some space there is no traffic signal when you drive in such roads or the best india ha 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 and there is a statistics that in delhi bombay bangalore and such places there is not even a single vehicle which does not have a dent and nobody bothers you know uh, repairing it because anyway somebody aake thokega somebody will come and hit you <coughs> in spite of that to come home safely then you are an expert driving in a parking lot you cannot claim i also know we doubt that and then you have to go through the what you call them the dmv right and they are the bravest souls i tell you knowing that you are attempting to get a license they sit along with you poor fellows and they take the risk they must have the highest insurance policy and then they decide and what is the toughest part of that parallel parking very confusing you do this and then do that and then it has to be exact 6 inches and even after that there's lot of experience and in the initial days you know when we come into this country and i had started driving in india so i had no qualms about driving it here the change of the lanes also was not big deal so this this amma gave me her car and said hello before we go to the dmv to get your license let me check your driving once and we got on to the main street and uh, there was a traffic signal there were two lanes one going this way one going this way and i was right in the middle <laughs> and she was freaking out and she said where are you taking this i said don't worry amma i have driven in india i can squeeze it right in middle and so means this is not india either you have to be in that lane or in this lane having driven in india my problem was not driving is driving discipline in a lane that was a huge task having learned and found the expertise then we come to the classic state of expert i am not a dancer but i have developed few patented mudras 
if you ever end up using it you have to pay royalty to me <laughs> what is this mudra What is this? And then a bucket of coffee. What else do you call those large, vente, grande? <coughs> a swimming pool of coffee. And then you are driving and you are like weaving through. Now you are qualified. You are an expert. Right? Not in a parking lot. So Bhagavan is also saying, Are Baba, first start working. Take your responsibility, fulfill it. Then you can say that, you know, I have given it up. Your parking lot Vedanta doesn't work here. You have to fulfill your responsibility. If you think that you can live in this world without performing action, that also is not a very true statement. Why? That is taken up in the next sloka. Nahi kaschit kshanamapi Jatotishthatya karmakrata Karyate Hyavasha Karma Sarva Prakriti Jair Gunai Nahi Kaschit Kshanamapi Jatu Tishthati Akarmakrata Because in this world, from womb to the tomb, this was one of my first chapters that I had chance to listen to Gurudev. And when he was talking this particular shloka, you can imagine, right? There were 20,000 people in his audience and suddenly he stops. And he says, then he had those pregnant long pauses where he would stare at entire gathering. And said, how many of you in this crowd think that you have fulfilled all that you have to fulfill and there's nothing more to act. Raise your hands. And then again pause. And you know, sitting in that chair, shaking his leg and then you know, looking at everybody there. And after that pause, thank goodness, none of you raise your hands. Otherwise, we would have been forced to attend your funeral. <laughs> Until that last moment, action is unavoidable. Act we must. From the moment that we are born to the moment that we are done, there is not a single moment, not even a single isolated moment wherein we can claim 
that there is no action that has to be performed. Karyate hi avashaha karma. Subtly he has given a very beautiful formula of karma yoga right in the shloka. To understand this equation, let me ask you a simple question. Please answer. <coughs> it may appear very trivial, but please do answer. There is no trick involved. 2 plus 3 equals. Good. You don't need to take your iPhone app. <laughs> 2 plus 3 equals. 5 minus what equals 2? Awesome. Now, I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic here. If this is understood, then Karma Yoga Siddhanta will be easily understood. Pay attention. Karya plus Karta equals Karma. Karya plus Karta equals Karma. And what is Karma Yoga? Karma minus Karta. What still remains? Karya Mevatat. Karya still remains. But in our confusion of subtraction, we forget as to what has to be subtracted. Karma minus Karya equals Karma Yoga. No, it doesn't work that way. Act Karya plus Karta doership equals action. Action minus doership, what still remains? The act still remains. <coughs> there is never a moment wherein as long as we are alive, where there is no act being not performed. Whatever we assume to give as an example that this is I am not performing. Can you think of examples? I don't want to speak. I am not speaking anymore. I ain't speaking no more. <laughs> Not speaking is still a verb. You are trying not to do something. As much as doing is an act, to not do is also an act. Not even a single isolated moment that you can find wherein we do not perform.
What about the moments when we are sleeping? Your own sentence has the answer. Sleeping indicates a verb. Verb is an action. Can you identify, isolate that one moment where you are not doing anything? No. I am doing nothing, I am goofing off. Goofing is a verb. A typical American verb, but still. Idling, it's still a verb. What were you doing whole day? A typical teenage answer. What's the answer? Nothing. It has to come with the attitude. <laughs> it's not nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> that, that, that shoulders and everything has to go into act. Nothing. There cannot be nothing. Not even an isolated moment. <clears throat> and then he goes on to prove that statement in the next shloka. But remember the formula. I'll keep asking it in the next three days. What is the formula? Yes, we stand as one family. Everybody tried saying something. Karya plus karta equals karma. Act plus doership equals action. So what is karma yoga? Karma minus karta equals karya. That is called karma yoga. Because we have this uh, funny concepts. Oh, my husband is a karma yogi. He is dedicated to his action. That, it, that doesn't mean a karma yogi. He is a karmi. <laughs> there is no yoga there. There is viyoga. What makes it karma yoga? When that doership is dropped away. So remember that whenever I say karma yoga formula, karma minus karta equals karya. <coughs> so now continuing to explain that, he says in the next shloka, karmendriyani samyamya. Yaaste manasasmaran Yaaste manasasmaran Indriyarthan vimudhatma Indriyarthan vimudhatma Mithyacharasa uchyate Mithyacharasa uchyate Karmendriyani samyamya Sometimes when we get burnt out, we react. And how is our reaction? 
see when a child reacts it looks cute when an adult reacts it looks ugly and look at a kid doing that kind of a prank and say oh choch feet and you look at an adult doing it and you feel like you know get back to your senses we say we have grown up but that childish mentality is not gone yet probably what we mean by grown up is in the x axis and y axis we have grown and some very vehemently believe x equals y is complete personality <laughs> physically we have grown the conviction the mindset has not changed when we were child or now that has still remained the same externally when our responsibilities are not dealt with in an efficient manner we will get burnt out and in that burnt out scenario we feel so frustrated with our life that we would want to run away from it in american vocabulary i have picked up some nice words <coughs> burnt out when you are burnt out what do you need i need a break there are certain things that you cannot take a break from same house same kitchen same thing how long am i expected to do this it's a package deal dear there is no giving up mid drop doesn't work you cannot drop it mid you have to continue <coughs> in that utter frustration when we try to force ourselves to separate from our responsibilities externally not participate but internally manasa smaran we are constantly brooding manasa smaran indriyarthan vimudhatma such one who has stopped himself or herself from participating into the activity which is his or her own responsibility but from inside is constantly brooding such one is called mithyacharaha a hypocrite he is not a you know brahmani charati brahmachari mithyayam charati mithyachari 
the one who is deluded hypocrite so it happened in the ashram when we were studying <coughs> the vedanta course in the last few months mandukya upanishad and karika so we had finished you know bhagavad gita panchadashi and all other texts so it was a overdose morning afternoon evening then late evening four or five lectures on mandukya upanishad and like within a day or two you could see the indigestion of mandukya upanishad we had responsibilities that you know somebody has to clean this part of the ashram somebody has to take care of the uh, gurudev's kutia somebody has to take care of the temple some of us who were tall we were on a constant duty of kitchen in those days we did not have the sophisticated system of all the burners and other things the huge vessels which would which you can cook for about 3 400 people and we had to sit inside the vessel to clean them to scrub them so suddenly you know mandukya karika sat mithya everything is mithya everything is an illusion got directly into uttar pradesh without getting processed and everybody started neglecting their responsibilities so guru ji saw this so next day early morning we had the upanishad class 6:30 to 8 and if you have gone to the bombay povai ashram the annashala uh, the saraswati nilaya where the lectures happen and the annashala are right next to each other so it is a general practice that we leave our books there walk down into this annakshetra have our breakfast and then go back so we get down and the annakshetra is locked so we go to the you know fellow who is a cook so what happened no cooks are all on leave we we were asked to go on a leave so we all went to guruji's kutia so what is happening so guruji said oh अन्नक्षेत्रायामपि मिथ्या हाउ कैन युअर रेस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज एंड वेरियस अदर एक्टिविटीज बी यु नो एन इल्यूजन फूड दैट इज नॉट एन इल्यूजन इट स्लैप्ड अस बैक इनटू रियलिटी ब्रॉट अस बैक टू दैट फर्म प्लेटफॉर्म दैट यू वर ट्रूली ग्राउंडेड externally we think that you know getting away from our responsibility but internally we are constantly brooding such one is called a mithyachari <coughs> and he describes the act of mithyachara mithyacharis act so what do they do 
यस्विन्द्रियाणि मनसा ಯಾರಭತೆರ್ಜುನಾಭತೆರ್ಜುನಾಕ್ತಸ್ತಿಸ್ಯತೆಟ್ಟು ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾಣಿ ಮನಸಾ ನಿಯಮ್ಯ ಆರಭತೆ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಹೂ ಗೆಟ್ಸ್ ದ ಲೈಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ಡ್ರೈವ್ ದೋಸ್ ವೆನ್ ದೇ ಯು ಟರ್ನ್ ದ ವೆಹಿಕಲ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಲೆಫ್ಟ್ ಸೈಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ವೆಹಿಕಲ್ ಡಸ್ ಟರ್ನ್ ಲೆಫ್ಟ್ ಸೈಡ್ there was this fellow who met with an accident and he said what happened uh, you know there was this fellow that i know who lives in my neighborhood he never follows signals so i knew he was giving a right signal so i thought he was going left and i tried to overtake him from this side and he did turn this side when we drive who gets the driving license the one who has complete control over that vehicle sad that we have been living in this equipment for god knows how many years and we have an amazing audacity to celebrate it as well like every year we celebrate it do we really have an absolute control on this in viveka chudamani bhagwan adi shankaracharya ji gives a very beautiful example he takes five samples five different creatures <coughs> each one is susceptible to one organ of perception one organ kuranga matanga patanga meena that particular shloka fish what is its you know flaw it's a glutton so much is its gluttony that it may have just eaten up but it sees another worm and then go and then there is a hook behind gets caught and dies the firefly moth <coughs> you catch hold of that i said don't you are going to perish i'll give you a nasty stare do you think the rest of them are fools they are all going there they are going to enjoy don't stop me and then release it <laughs> i 
I have a very caricature mind, cartoon caricature. It goes directly into that fire, perishes. The deer. And we see here, right? In this part of the country. Deer in the headlight, they say. They get hit. Matanga, the elephant. Very sad the state of that. During the mating season, the female elephant is tied down to a tree. And these heavy tuskers, you know, those who have these big tusks, to entrap them, they dig huge trenches and they have these sharp bamboo and then cover it with a thin layer and during that mating season the elephant smells the female and wants to have the touch runs and then Sadly, they do not have control over one particular organ of perception. Now, what to talk of us? <laughs> Nothing is in control. And the sad part of our existence is us being in a complete out of control. We want to control everybody, everything, every environment around us under our grips. So here he says, what is the process? Yahatu Indriyani Manasa Niyamya Discipline the organs of perception action through the mind. And whenever we talk of discipline, there is a reactionary pattern. Nobody likes discipline. It does not matter what age group that we belong to. Nobody likes discipline. Because our definition of freedom is the ability to do whatever I feel like whenever I feel like, however long I feel like, is called freedom. And what does this discipline do? It seems to curtail my freedom. Therefore, from the bottom of our hearts, we despise discipline. <clears throat> Therefore, here I would not niyamya define it as discipline. I would use another word. Self-discipline. That which is invoked by the self, for the self, that alone works. Any external parameter thrust upon an individual, we tend to react. 
don't we any external environment any external stimulus forcing us to be disciplined we tend to react we tend to revolt against such system but when does it find the best benefit when it is invoked by the self for the self self discipline niyamya at that time when we are trying to apply self discipline <coughs> it seems like a futile mundane unnecessary chore it's my house what does it matter if it is lying there or lying there how does it matter a disciplined system to have things in proper place a disciplined system to have a a proper schedule waking up at a particular time irrespective of whether it is a saturday or a sunday so suddenly we have this unique mindset wherein we convince ourselves i have been slogging five days of a week at least saturday and sunday i have a right to enjoy see when we go to such you know camps and environments we feel inspired we feel like you know i should do something and monday through friday we apply comes saturday i have done five days effort saturday i can wake up by early morning 9 9:30 10 10 10:00 breakfast skipped and what do you call it brunch <laughs> I have a brunch a delayed one and then flip through few channels drop the kids off at balavihar <laughs> go pick up grocery then go pick up the kids come back do bulk batch cooking monday tuesday brand them batch them and then monday again starts so what happened on that saturday sunday all that which was inspiring those five days suddenly gets a jolt break that is why our spirituality is weekend spirituality <laughs> there is no strength in it because we are the greatest to flaw in our own development it is not that the sadhana is difficult it is my habitual patterns which make it difficult my own indisciplined existence is the flaw at that time when we are following the self discipline it seems futile but when does it kick in into the right spot because life takes us by surprise sometimes shock unforeseen things happen 
and it can topple us from balance. It can throw entire life upside down, out of track. To put life back on track faster than usual, the pre-existing discipline helps. Can we guarantee for ourselves that my life is going to be cool? I'm insured. The insurance itself announces chapter 11, not Bhagavad Gita. They don't have a permanency. What can they guarantee your permanency? Right? Then what helps us to put ourselves back on track? It is this discipline. See, when you drive on these roads, especially in US, there are these road dividers, you know, those studs. <coughs> they come in multiple colors. What are the different colors that we usually see? Thank you. Yellow. White. Red. There is no red stud actually. It is these white and yellow. When you see them from the opposite side, there is the red, you know, reflectors. There is one more color. There are the blue ones. Have you ever seen the blue ones? Check out. Usually they are parallel to the fire hydrant. So that when the fire engine comes, it knows where exactly it has to stop so that it can get the feeder and put the fire down. If the fire hydrant has to be in that location so that in time of need it is available, when should it have gone in place? What is the need, you know? Many youth, you know, those who start the chemical generation, I mean, 13 to 20, hormones are chemicals. <laughs> When the chemistry starts conking off, that is when we think that we are cool and cooler than the rest of the generations. They have these stupid two questions and they think they are very intelligent. You tell them to do something, they say, why? Tell them not to do something, why not? <laughs> Armed with these two stupid questions, they think they are intelligent. And at that age, you try giving them this peace of mind saying that put this in practice now so that it will benefit you later. I will see a pile. I'm fine. I'm cool. <laughs> see, before the houses are constructed, before the uh, infrastructure is built, Right in the planning stage, the fire hydrants have a place. It's not negative thinking, it is not pessimistic thinking. It is proactive thinking. 
in case of eventuality they are there already to fall back on and that aspect is called discipline it may not show the benefit now it may appear futile it may appear redundant why do i have to wake up every single day does god not know his name why do i have to keep repeating it in front of him <laughs> i have gotten these questions i sit in front of rama and keep saying rama 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 he knows his name why do i have to do it must be a uh, you know what do you call those who are in love with themselves narcissist narcissist he must be a narcissist these gods they love to hear their own praise a state in front of him hey bhagwan he knows he is great if he is great he should know it right why should i sing his glories early morning every day wake me up and then uh, make me do this sandhya vandana gayatri mantra this that enough i can handle my life it is sad that that stupidity which starts because of the imbalance of chemistry doesn't stop by 19 we just get uh, sophisticated in covering our tracks up in calling ourselves as mature adults the reactionary patterns to the same indiscipline life still continues we have laughed at the teenager right as an adult sitting do we have any sort of control on any one of the equipment over a period when you are driving a car or you know you get to that um, zone of comfort wherein you know the equipment you know where exactly how exactly it is functioning and you become an expert at it having lived in this system as the system we have no clue how to control it and how should that be controlled through discipline niyamya karmendriyaihi karmayogam asaktaha saha visishyate with such controlled disciplined mindset when that individual interacts with the world such one is qualified to perform karma yoga they become efficient in their expression <coughs> how much aspect of our life is constantly repetitive don't we live in patterns monday through friday tgif thank gurudev it is friday <laughs> saturday sunday one pattern every four months once 
there is a packaged long weekend. How long is the weekend? Three nights. That's why all the vacation packages are three nights. <laughs> now, if we are uh, Indian, every two and a half, three years once, we have that one month vacation. <laughs> Go to India. Every, am I right? Two, three years. <coughs> we live in patterns. The existing pattern that we are living in, how many years do you think that we have been performing that pattern? For five years, how many of you think you have been repeating the same pattern for over five years? Raise your hands. Less than five? You are qualified to raise your hands. Between 5 and 10 years, you have been repeating the same pattern. 20. 20 years, you have been repeating the same pattern. Okay, 15. Right? About 15 years. Between 10 to 15 years, we have been repeating the same pattern again and again and again. If we have been repeating the same pattern for over 15 years, shouldn't we have become an expert by now? <laughs> Instead of crying foul that in a how long the same life, we should have become expert at it. Can we claim that? Oh yeah, I'm an expert. Inside out, I can blindfolded do it. With all five senses open, we cannot achieve it. What blindfolded? Are you getting the point? The discipline helps to see that life which is already a pattern and how much aspect of our life is constantly repeated. Is it okay to assume about 85-90% of our life is on constant repeat? Catch the point here. 85-90% of our life is on a repeat and we have no clue how to handle that 85-90%. On the top of it, when that 5% to 10% of unknown variables as they call it in this country, the curve balls. In India, we would have said the googlies, the curve balls. When those curve balls hit, even if you have prepared for it, there is nothing that you can do. You have to go through them. They are unavoidables, inevitables. With the existing 85-90%, we have no control. On the top of it, we are burdened by the other 10% which waxes out. What happens to that life? We compound our misery and we volunteer to do that. See, the 
5-10% we have no clue how it is going to hit us. So let's not worry about it. When it comes, let's take it in our stride. But at least this 85-90%, we should have learnt it. They say you practice something for 21 days. You create a habit. 15-20 years we have been doing the same thing. And we have no clue how to handle it. That is what is the focus here. We are not talking about that 5% to 10%. We are talking about the 85-90% of life. When this shloka is divided in that pattern and seen with that perspective, then we are talking about that chore of our life which is constantly repeated. Same morning, same house that you have to wake up, same spouse, same children, same kitchen, same car. Nothing changes, right? I am frustrated Swamiji living in this house. I cannot take it anymore. If you have lived in that house for 15 years with those people, now you should know how to handle them. 15 years expert you have become. Rather than getting frustrated. Somewhere we don't analyze it this way. And we are entrapped in our own indisciplined existence. Those who have caught this pattern and evolved through every pattern to a state of expertise. Such one can practice karma yoga. Such one can practice being asaktaha. Detached and yet perform. Am I? It seems good. How do we get to that stage? Bhagavan Krishna will explain it tomorrow. In the next sloka. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnat Purnamadachate Purnasya Madaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shant Shant Shantihi Harihi Om Shri Urubhyo Namaha Harihi Om